Hello and welcome to the Drinkin' Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Hey guys, welcome back. We kind of teased what the episode is going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Deadpool episode, I suggest checking it out and then scrolling to the very, very beginning of it because you want to hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> very end, we teased this one and we had a little clip from the Nintendo kid screaming about his N64. Or actually, I think that was Seth. But <laughs> either way, this kid? Yes, this kid! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, so this is episode 64, and it's just so very fitting that we do an episode on the Nintendo 64. Uh, behind Pale, we have an actual N64, and we have a few games that we're going to actually talk about and go through. But before we do that, uh, Keith has a blurb, a.k.a. a book to read <laughs> about some information. A Brief History of the Nintendo 64. Wait, wait. <laughs> the Nintendo 64, abbreviated to N64, N64, is Nintendo's third home video game console for the international market. Named for its 64-bit central processing unit, it was released in June 96 in Japan, September 1996 in North America and Brazil, and March 1997 in Europe and Australia, and September 1997 in France. It was the last major home console to use the cartridge as its primary storage format until Nintendo's seventh console, the Nintendo Switch, released in 2017. Though succeeded by Nintendo's mini-DVD-based GameCube in September 2001, the Nintendo 64 was sold until the system was retired in late 2003. Codenamed Project Reality, the Nintendo 64 design was mostly complete by mid-1995, but its launch was delayed until 1996, when Time named it the Machine of the Year. It launched with three games, Super Mario 64 and Pilot Wings 64, released worldwide, and Sokyo Habu Shogi, released only in Japan. As part of the fifth generation of gaming, the system competed primarily with the Sony PlayStation and the Sega Saturn. <laughs> the suggested retail price as its United States launch was $199.99, and 32.93 million units were sold worldwide. The console was released in a range of colors and designs over its lifetime, and in 2015, IGN named, the, named it the ninth greatest video game console of all time. A total of 388 games were released for the console, though there were a few that were exclusively sold in Japan. For comparison, rivals Sony PlayStation and Sega Saturn received around 1,100 games and 600 games, respectively, while previous Nintendo consoles such as the NES and SNES had 768 and 725 games released in the United States. However, the N64 game library included a high number of critically acclaimed and widely sold games. This trend followed Hiroshi Yamuchi's strategy, announced during his speech at the Nintendo 64's November 1995 unveiling that Nintendo restrict the number of titles produced for the Nintendo 64 so that developers would focus on developing games to a higher standard instead of trying to outdo their competitors with sheer quantity. I remember that. Yeah, because Nintendo had hundreds of games that were just worthless junk because yeah. they were unplayable, they were... It was just basically box art that you were buying because yep. the game was worthless. So then when the 64 came out, they decided to focus on having actually good games and not just having thousands of games that people mm. would buy and return because they were useless. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, 
it's odd that we're doing this because I just watched there was some guy put a YouTube history together, like a 15 minute video mm-hmm. of the Nintendo 64 and its launch. And I think it was KB Toys. Yeah. They released it like three days before they were supposed to. <laughs> oh, wow. Or, and you they get- really didn't get in trouble. So Nintendo said, all right, well, it's officially released now. So other stores started selling it because they had sold, you know, most of their That's units crazy. already. You would get like shut down now if yeah. you, if you sold say, one, yeah, if you let one leaks or yeah. <laughs> leave the store. but they kind of embraced it back then and they're like, yeah, let's go ahead and just release it. But I did not know about that Japanese game because they, he only talked about the American release, which was pilot wings and super Mario 64. Yeah. There's a link that was in the document as well. Mm -hmm. This is the, this is user rated, uh, top 10. I'm just going to do the top 10. I'm going to talk about the all hundred or 388 that are ranked. Uh, Yeah. It goes based off the Metacritic score, but it also has their user rating on the side. So it's a little different scores. Hmm. Yeah. It's filtered to top 10. So we're going to talk about that. And then uh, I'll add a little side commentary, like if I owned it or if I played it before. Mm -hmm. And we can, you know, just do the same. Pale, you can just sit here and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I probably played five of these games. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Number one would be Legends of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Course. Probably the best game ever made. Yep. And I have not played it. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> That's why you're never on our Zelda episodes. <laughs> yes. I'd be worthless. Yeah. Uh, number two, Perfect Dark. I owned it and bought the upgrade controller yeah. thi- or mm-hmm. the console expansion, thing, expansion thing. thing. Yep. yep. I got mine. Specifically for that game. Exactly. That game was amazing. Uh, number three was Goldeneye, of course. Mm-hmm. I thought Perfect Dark was a better skin on top of Goldeneye. It, yeah. yeah, it was. They're both made by Rare, so yeah, they they the used game. some of the same levels, some of the same. Gra- like, right. it's like I did play Perfect Dark with my Bre- cousin Bricker. With Bricker, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we play that game all the time. <laughs> yeah, like Goldeneye has a higher score, but Perfect Dark is just has a higher meta score for it. Uh, number four would be Majora's Mask. I did play Majora's Mask. I love Majora's Mask. So it's not like I didn't play any Zelda. It's just <laughs> I didn't get a chance to play Ocarina, which is their best game. It's, yeah, it's the better of the two, but Majora's Mask is good, too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm up to, of the top four, I played three of them. Uh, five would be Super Mario 64. Tell me somebody who did not play that game. I did. That was the first oh, game okay. I ever played. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was the first game I remember. I definitely own that one. That's a great game. It. That came with the 64, right? No. No games were released with the 64. Oh, my I remember God. that from the documentary. Usually they do. They'll release one Usually, game. yeah. This was the first Usually, time that like, they did a game. Usually, like, a year later, they'll re-release the system and throw a game okay. with yeah, this it. This is the That's only... Well, it's Mar- uh, Mario 64 was the only game available. And Pilot Wings 64. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Pilot Wings. But nobody played Pilot Wings. So you basically... You bought this system, and then you bought that game. Yeah. Well. I got you. Okay. And I think some places ran a deal. Like, you buy one. If you buy the system, you can have the Mario get, yeah. for cheaper. Yeah, or, whatever. or get an extra controller or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or you pay both, you know, full prices, and you can pick a controller. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the deal was for us, uh, what we bought it for. Uh, number six, I mean, Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. I played it. I never owned it. I played it, too. Those game. I don't like the RPG Mario games as much, where you have to actually do turn-based strategies yeah. involved so yeah but visually it was it's a cool looking game it's uh yeah it really changed the market yeah. for being that late coming out february 2001 since gamecube was already out yeah i mean pushing the boundaries of the 64 that yeah it was it was monumental it wasn't that exciting i think i played it once i yeah. wasn't a fan the paper mario on wii is actually really good because mm. it's not rpg mm-hmm. you can like flip the screen to 3d and 2d and do stuff fun stuff mm-hmm. like that but uh, number seven, Banjo Kazooie. 
I had not played this. I played a little I of it. Played, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It, I, it was a rent for me. Yeah, I rented it too. It was a lot of just collecting different stones. And it was, you just run around collecting stuff. So it's, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, like an iPhone game now. Basically like Crash Bandicoot, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Pale? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Never heard of it. Never heard of Banjo Kazooie. No. Oh my. Dang. They're they're talking about potentially coming out with a like a Switch Banjo Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Now they're on Xbox because uh, Microsoft owns Rare and Rare yep. released yep. those games. That's right. They were Rare. Yep. I'm waiting for a Perfect Dark remake. Yeah, I know. That'd be nice. They did uh, do a 007 remake like last. I know. I own it year, for the, I own the it for the Wii U. Yeah. It's really nice. I, I wanted to get it. But the only problem way. is, like, if you don't have the gun controller, mm. it's really hard to control. Yeah. Mm. So it was really, it was really tough. Uh, Wave Race '64. This was uh, another this was, early release. This mm-hmm. was uh, you had a jet ski. You yeah, had a jet ski. I played it at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. I think of all the games that I wrote that separate list. I think I wrote all the games that I either owned or what I played over at his house. I forget like which ones <laughs> I owned and which ones I didn't. Um, but uh, Wave Race, I thought the game was pretty fun. It was pretty dope to actually play with somebody. I think the game was terrible solo. Yeah, I was had like a, some sort of trick element that would give you a boost when you go off ramps, and that was always fun. You yeah. kind of hit like one of the C buttons and do. Mm-hmm. A I think I played this one. You go through a circuit, like real. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of jet ski. Yeah, I do think I remember this one. Mm-hmm. And they made a, a similar one uh, like it for the Wii Sports. Where oh you're yeah, the dude on the back. That's right. Yeah, the, I remember the that one too. On the, this uh, the board you're doing like wave skiing or something. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Yes, <laughs> the only M-rated game. That's one right. One of the few M-rated games that came out for the 64. I'm gonna have to play because I've never. Played I've it. never played it either, but I've seen like videos on YouTube and stuff. It's kind of funny, but yeah, I don't know if it's any fun to play. Right, and then Mario Tennis. Would be number ten, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll say number eleven as well because Mario Golf is right there. Yeah, um, I played both of these. I never really got into them. I enjoyed these games more on the Wii. Yeah, they got yeah. better when they added more Mario stuff into it. These were just t- uh, tennis and golf games with Mario characters in them. But then they added in the later yeah. versions like power ups and more yeah, fun these, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the first ones I think that came out. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, on the fun. list that is not up there. Uh, Donkey Kong 64 is 13. Played that. Uh, that was a fun game. Resident Evil had a release on 64. I didn't know if it was that good, but it was number 17. Star Fox is 21. Diddy Kong uh, Racing was number 20. I love that game. Uh, that Turok. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Played that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Hawk, skater. And yes. then Blitz, 2000. So those are just a couple of things. Oh, Mario Kart. Mario yeah. Kart, yeah. That's yeah. number 31. Uh, so... And Smash Bros. number 40, which kind of makes me sad. But uh, So that's the top 10 with a couple of notables. If you take a look at, I have a list right here. Uh, I don't know if you guys made a list, but I kind of made a list, like a meta list of things that I owned. Oh, I think I do have a list. Yeah, so this is, I mean, this isn't specifically my favorites. Uh, I think we can talk about our favorite N64 stuff. But this is a list of them that I actually did own and played my freaking heart out with these because <laughs> I was what uh, fourth grade through the seventh grade eighth grade playing the Mario or the 64 because mm-hmm. I never got the GameCube I never did any of that stuff so it was just kind of my life between 96 to 2000 <laughs> 
Uh, Mario 64, obviously, the first game that of I ever had. Yeah, if you had a, the 64, you needed this That's game. That's usually the first mm-hmm. game everybody had. <laughs> uh, GoldenEye 007. I never actually owned it, but I played a crap ton of it at a friend's house and got really good at it, so I bought Perfect Dark. So yeah. I owned Perfect Dark mm-hmm. uh, and everything like that. Mario Kart 64. Yep. That's pretty much a staple. Uh, every every party that I go to with my friends, we always bust out Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. If it's on the Wii, the Wii U, the 64, whatever it is, because we always play Drunk Driver. So <laughs> yep. Mario Kart is the game that we is our pretty much go-to. Uh, a game that I owned on uh, the Nintendo, which was Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. So I had to get 64. Yep. Donkey Kong 64. I love that game. Smash Brothers. I put a star next to this one because it was my favorite 64 game. Yep. Uh, the only game that came close was probably Perfect Dark. Uh, but, yeah, Smash Bros. Fantastic. Uh, Star Fox 64 I played. Doom 64 I owned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was also played a mature one. game. Yeah, you're right. Um, Perfect Dark. Talked about it. Uh, Pokemon Snap. Oh, I forgot yes. about Third that. favorite game ever. <laughs> I never was, played it. It was oddly fun. I don't know. I'm like, why am I enjoying this? Because it didn't have like, an pictures. attachment to the room controller. You can set the controls where you can take the picture yeah. with the Z key. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that. Oh my god! I I played that for hours trying to take the best pictures, <laughs> and I had no interest in being a photographer. Mm-hmm. But it was always like, can I catch them all? So it was big yeah. on the Nintendo and then or the the Game Boy, and then playing this game was awesome. Uh, Mario Party. Mm-hmm. It was always like fun. a part of the game that we did. It's always good. Uh, any of the Maddens, I played those. I don't mm-hmm. think I owned one. Maybe I owned like ninety nine. Or 2000, don't remember. NBA Jam. <laughs> I would go to a NBA buddy. Jam was great. I always play. I played at my buddy's house, and we do. We just play and see if we can get on fire and just go through the season or whatever. And then a game that I played a lot with the four player because we actually do four player was uh, WCW versus NWO oh, I had that World game. Tour. Yes. <laughs> yes. I loved that game. Oh, oh, I had revenge so though. Yeah, we had, and this <laughs> one was the like Rey Mysterio introduction to him and all these different. Oh my god, I loved it. Those are good. <laughs> not a big fan of wrestling, like. No, I at all, was but... not watching wrestling at that time. Barely watched it before that, but that game was fun for some whatever reason. Yeah, fucking loved it. That's it for the games that I owned or the games that I remember from my list. I did a top 10 list, which covers almost every game you said, so I'll just run through it quick. Number one was Ocarina of Time, for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, on this list I had zero Zelda games. (laughs) I didn't own it. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, That game is hard to top, even today. Mm -hmm. While I'm playing Breath of the Wild, I still think about Ocarina of Time. Uh, Number two is Mario 64. Number three is Majora's Mask, so another Zelda game on my list. Number four is Perfect Dark. Five is GoldenEye, both very similar games, just Perfect Dark had more uh, multiplayer options, which made that, like, you could do, like, different modes, and that made it yeah. a lot more fun. Uh, number six is Smash Brothers. I think uh, this would be higher, it just, like, Melee is so much yeah. better. Agreed. <laughs> Then number seven is Diddy Kong Racing. Number eight is Mario Kart 64. I had, I played Diddy Kong a lot more than Mario Kart 64. And oh, the I, Diddy Kong Racing. The Diddy Kong Racing. I just like that you could, like, you had the airplanes and the, <coughs> the submarines or whatever. It was different. Yeah. yeah, there was different options, and so I always played that one over 64. But I still like uh, Mario Kart. The number nine, I did something weird. 
I put Mario Party, Mario Tennis, and Mario Golf. All the Mario games. As number nine, because they're fun party games, like, to play in a group, but I would never play them by myself. So, yeah. like, I just lumped them all together. And then number ten is a game we hadn't mentioned, but... I played a ton of Excite Bike sixty four. Oh yeah, yeah. Excite Bike. Yeah, it was on that list too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, F Zero X. I played F-0 a bunch of that. Was good yeah, too. I played a bunch of that. Excite Bike sixty four was number nineteen on that list. Yeah, and that game mm-hmm. had it wasn't just a racing game. There was like different like rock climbing where you have to try to like ride your bike up the, the rock and not fall backwards, and it's just like different stunt like tracks and stuff like that. So it wasn't just a racing game, and they added a lot to it. Well, since we're recording at my house, <coughs> I have my 64 and all my games, so I'm going to go get them, and I'm going to read through every single one that I own. <laughs> Sweet. Which is uh, quite a few. As a sidebar, I clicked on that Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, and I've actually seen that box. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've never played it, but I know a game you're talking about now. Well, Pale, while he's doing that, you want to tell us like what about your neighbor? <laughs> Were you jealous of him because he had a 64 and you didn't or something? Yeah, um, there were two twin boys lived on the street that had like gotten a 64 probably like the week it came out. Yeah. And I never owned it. My, I think my when we got the Super Nintendo, my dad felt awful because we played it for like 12 straight hours one weekend. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like... Well, I'm not ever doing that again. And so he never got to 64, so I had to play it over at the neighbor's house. Mm-hmm. Or your and, cousin's house. Or yeah, or my cousin's house. That's where I played all my Perfect Dark mm-hmm. and GoldenEye. So I was just, like, super jealous because they were always getting, like, the newest games and whatnot. And that's where I played Mario 64, um, Wave Race. Yeah. Um, I played Blitz a lot. Oh, I loved Blitz. Blitz was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a car racing game where you like could build your own like track. Was it Cruising USA? I don't. It's just on the back of the box, so that's why it, it might have been. But like you could like the one that I have in this thing. But you could like take your car off of ramps and like burnout. Like, it was burnout back then. Flip them and what? Flip them and like they do. I have that game. I think you I know do? what you're okay. talking about. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember the name, but I think in you. That's it. It's probably have it. All right. <laughs> We'll so uh, there's yeah, a I don't. Speed game that I remember having oh, yeah. as well for the 64. My my little Star bit. Fox. I played that quite a bit. Yeah, my 64 experience is not. Oh yeah, Harvest Moon 64 as well. Harvest Moon. Oh, Harvest Moon. Yep, remember that one. <laughs> All right, my stack of games here, quite a bit. A lot of these I. Didn't really enjoy, but, you know, they were probably gifts at mm-hmm. birthday, Christmas, whatever. One that I thought was really fun was the original South Park that game. That is a really... It's a first-person shooter. The first-person shooter. <laughs> you can get the yellow snow, or yeah. you get snowballs, oh, and you're throwing it. You can throw, like, dodgeballs. And yes. Like, and slingshots. Fighting and the aliens, I think, that mm-hmm. came to take over the town. So or that the, one was Or fun. the chick... Like, turkeys. Yes, the turkeys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Watch out, Pat. Discard stack. Discard. Right. <laughs> so South Park, and then on that kick, they had their own racing game. I don't think I've played that it's, one. It wasn't very memorable. I, I don't remember it because it was just awful. And then there was also Chef's Love Shack. I don't <laughs> oh even know what God. this was. I think it was a trivia game. I, I don't even I know. feel like we have to play that. I'm going to plug it in. Let's see what it's like. <laughs> this one, it was really boring. It, But I don't what know. Is it I called? Oddly, what is it called? Chopper Attack. Chopper Attack. Chopper. 
like helicopters? Uh, yeah, or like you're motorcycles. Just, you're basically this is what would be a phone game, which is what you were yeah. alluding to. It wasn't that exciting, but I mean, I don't know. I liked it. You'd fly around, you'd try to destroy bases, and you know, I always enjoyed that. Then we have Mario Kart 64, of course, and then Star Fox 64. Mm-hmm. Which was, I think, is up there for me because I would play this one with I don't my think friend I ever all the time. We found all the bonus paths to take. Nice. We found the alternate ending. We would spend. This was a lot of our, you know, we'd stay up all night, drink Mountain Dew, and I like play the Star Fox. Of the people, mm-hmm. the yeah, frog. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. <laughs> um. Not Goldeneye, but this is The, the World, world is, is Not Enough. I had that one. I got this one expecting it to be like Goldeneye. It was crap, but I still played it. Now, this was the second release, as we said, with Mario 64, oh, yeah. Pilot Wings. I enjoyed this. and In fact, I bought this from used? used whoever was going out of business, so I didn't pay much for it. McVeigh's probably. Oh, it yeah. It might have been. Um. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Just kind of like the free roaming sense that with the jetpack and flying around and exploring that huge island. It was kind of like, you know, the entry into the 3D world and just exploring. I remember renting it because it was the only other game available. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. And it was I, neat I never got you, into it. You had to do like, you know, the sky, well, not skydiving, but there was like this helicopter. You would have to land, fly through some rings. And it's very similar to what, um, What's the one on Wii? Wii U Sport, or not Wii oh, U, but... The Sports Resort? Sports Resort is exactly what it turned into. Um, so, I don't know. I thought it was kind of fun. And then my favorite basketball game was Kobe Bryant in NBA Courtside. <laughs> oh, wow. Where you can make your own team, and I'd take them to the finals every year, of course. <laughs> These eight-foot-tall giants I would make. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I used it was to do that fun. Mad and it was so much fun. This one was Just fun. make freaks. <laughs> yeah. This may have been the one you're talking about. I think, Rush 2. I think so. Extreme Racing. Mm-hmm. And was this... Did I see this on the list? I don't list? think it was on the list. No, that was Cruising Exotica. That was down at the bottom. This one, I think I rented all the time. I finally went out and just bought, bought it. it. You just create your own cars, and you would have these ramps that you could fly off of and uh-huh. jump, and you can kind of build your own track. So I think it may have been the original Rush. Rush. But this is one you see in the video arcades. Oh, so a yeah, lot of people, yeah. you can sit and play the Rush, and that it, they just brought it to the home console. And then one of my favorites, because I love this franchise, maybe I should do a special right, episode on Mortal yes. Kombat 4. So this is the first 3D. Beer or that Raiden no, um, what you were saying, the original Rush, I actually own that one. The oh. San Francisco Rush Extreme Racing. Uh, that that's a that. game that I was trying to think of. Okay. Say anything. You get the Lamborghini and you yep. can... Yep. yep. Oh, yep. that's so much fun. The Mortal Kombat, yeah. Mortal Kombat oh, 4. Kombat. That was the first uh, 3D one, obviously. My, my first uh, Mortal Kombat experience was on... Uh, diskette for the original like Windows. Oh wow! Oh really? Whoa! So <laughs> the game's not shit. <laughs> Way back. Then. But I did have the Killer Instinct '64. Mm. Whatever the game, uh, Golden something Extinction, or I forget what the name of it was. Oh yeah, it's right there. Yeah, Killer Instinct. Yeah, it's at the bottom. I don't know. On the bottom. Gold. It says something. Killer Instinct Gold. Gold. Yep. I'm the third I one. That game. Third one. They really. Brought in a bunch of new characters. Yeah, there was like yeah, a lot of forty different choosable. Because like the well, first and second one were like a m- much of the same, like twelve characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, the like, first one only had like eight characters, eight characters to choose from. Yeah, and then, like, <laughs> two expanded. Crap. Two is the one I got into because that was on Super Nintendo. I don't think we were allowed to have it. So our neighbor kid down the street, of course, with you know, 
lack of parents, we could go down there and play the game all the time. <laughs> My brother brought the first three on uh, Sega because he was older. He was allowed to play them, so I would just uh, sneak there. in and play them. Yeah. Play. Then, of course, Smash Brothers. I remember when this one came out. I remember um, the commercial like it was yesterday. Yes. Where they're, they're just in skipping the mascots, in, costumes, in the skipping field. through a forest. Yeah. <laughs> and then they start beating the crap yeah. out of each other. Um, but I remember when it came out and just sitting and playing this one for hours. He's watching TV over here while you're talking. <laughs> I was I was clicking the Duke Nukem 64 oh, to yes. see if I Don't owned it or not. But I, had, I didn't own it. But you made mention of that one before. Mm-hmm. I love that game. My favorite was Goldeneye. Uh, I exactly. know you guys like the Perfect Dark. I didn't get into that one as much because I was still playing Goldeneye yeah. when Perfect Dark came out. So, but the when I did play player Perfect, in that game is perfect. Yes, I love the single player. That was great. I had that mastered, especially getting all those cheat codes mm-hmm. always helped. And then finding you know the special island, all the beta stuff that was supposed to oh, be really? in different levels. So I remember finding all that stuff. My favorite character is Boris in <laughs> the PvP. Ew, it's odd, odd job is the best. Odd job. Yeah, but I always like Boris. <laughs> because he was super tiny. No one could shoot him. <laughs> and then I bought Pokemon Stadium oh, to go with oh, my Pokemon awesome. games. And this was revolutionary because it came with a pack that you could play your Game Boy game in uh, the 64, oh. in the stadium game. And you could speed it up to like three, four, five times as fast. So because playing on the, mm, yeah. the Game Boy is so slow and like, you know. Playing at five times the speed, I caught. I can play it. I completed the game, you know, very quickly. Like and the then taking my the Pokemon or... from Red, yeah. and seeing them 3D, that's what sold it for that's me. And awesome. I'm like, I pulled my Pokemon that I've been training since '98. You know, pulled them in to do it on the 64, and that was great. And then, of course, last but not least, the one that started it all was <laughs> Mario 64. I still remember walking like Target, or I think it was Target because it was down the street. And just standing there, there's a line of 50 kids. We're all just gathered around the TV and everyone just playing mm-hmm. 64 or Mario. Mario 64. And I'm just like, this is 3D. I can explore. I was just so yeah, excited so... when I finally got it. That's how I it's felt. Just like, like, oh, it's like real I, life. Just that you feeling. Just I can anywhere. relive it. I know. Uh-huh. It's just like my whole world had changed. That was like the first open world concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not even yeah. really open world if now that you look back at it. Because yeah. yeah. It's just a self-contained. Yeah. It felt like at the time. I don't know if I ever beat it. Oh, I beat it so many times. I, I beat it did so all many 120 times. stars. Somebody challenged me. Some kid said, I got all 120 stars in four days. I think I did it in three <laughs> or maybe two. I downloaded it on the Wii when it first came out. Played it through like I two or three times. The, I just played it through again not too long ago. I, re- I bought it again on the DS because mm-hmm. it was like the first game that came out on the DS too. So I, I beat it on there. And that's cool because you can play as like War- Wario, Wario or Luigi. Yoshi. Yeah, Yoshi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can play as all those different characters. But this is the one that but, really did it all for me. And originally, you were supposed to be able to play as like Yoshi and Luigi in that game. Yep. That's why Yoshi's like in the castle. You were supposed to be able to play him, but they didn't have time to finish it yep. before the game console <laughs> came out. So when they brought it back on the DS, they added some new levels and stuff. And there are actually people modding this now, if you've seen it, um, that there's like all these amazing different levels. They take it further, like 150 stars or... Well, I shared the one with Bowser's you where Castle. you can play Ocarina of Time yes, with Mario. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty cool. <laughs> All these different mods that come out. It's just nuts. But those were the games I own. I don't think there was any. There may be a few more hiding somewhere, but those are the ones that I played most of the time. But this system did me in. It was either sports or this, and I chose this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think most of us chose this. Yeah, yeah that's the route we went. It's really difficult for me. 
because I'm still trying to find a uh, good emulator mm. for 64 because I would just crush and play all these games. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good time in my life, you know, having the 64 because I progressed, you know, NES to uh, SNES to mm-hmm. 64. And then I didn't go any further after that. I didn't get the GameCube. I did buy a Wii eventually, but I feel like I missed out on a life of GameCube. The GameCube. GameCube had some good games, but so good. It, I think it even had less games than the 64. Mm-hmm. 64 had like 388. I think GameCube had like 150 or something like that. Yeah, it was there weren't many, way but less. they were amazing. It, they, all of them were good. Well, like most of them were good. I wouldn't say all of them. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I like the cartridge games. I'm a collector. Yeah. I'm not a, a fan of you know, the digital content, all those different games. But I'm a fan of collecting. So it was good to have those. Um, all right. Well, I keep going too far down. I don't want to see any of the notes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Looking so low. Because I was, I was hoping to see information on Strange, but yeah, it was. I don't have the information. Okay. So. Oh, we good on the 64? Because are we looking on time? Uh, we we are at... Are we ready for beer? 30 minutes. Oh, I perfect. Think we're ready for beer. I think we're ready for beer. Uh, yeah, I think so. So, our in-beer. We're doing in-beer, out-beer, strange brew. Nope. No, in-beer, in-beer, in, strange? In-beer, in-beer. In-beer, in-beer. In beer, oh, in-beer. sweet. Oh, we've got, we got two from four fingers. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your neighbors aren't like super close. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so 450 North, the first beer that we're gonna do is all going over the to be <laughs> the, 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 the ripe Knuggets. Uh huh. All right, but before we jump into that, we're gonna have Matthew come on here and tell us about another podcast you should listen to. But for real, you should just keep listening to us. <laughs> Check them out, but please just come, just come back. Just come back, please. Thank you. Because you'll find out that they're probably more entertaining. <laughs> or better content. They at least know yeah. more about beer, though. They just know more yeah. about beer. But you'll like us, right? Because just, just <laughs> they're probably interviewing real people. We interviewed one real person. <laughs> one real person. <laughs> like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can interview, interview me if you want. There you go. Okay. Matthew, take it away. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Buffalo, the industrial powerhouse of the early 20th century. The grain elevators now stand silent on the shores of the Great Lakes, casting their shadow on the City of Light. A city known for blizzards, chicken wings, and Super Bowl losses, where even the natural magnificence of Niagara Falls can't help but magnify the rusted-out shell of a once-great city. Not anymore. Buffalo is a city on the rise again. New industry, green spaces, waterfront development, and the revival of Buffalo's proud brewing past are building the new Buffalo. With over 25 local breweries open in the last decade, Buffalo has an amazing brewing community. Join me as I talk to local brewers about making great beer. Sometimes we talk about the 716, and sometimes we talk shop to help you brew better. Find us at WNY.beer or on Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at WNYBrews. So we've had 450 North on the show plenty, so we don't need to describe the brewery. That seems to be Pale's favorite brewery right now. 
with all these nugget beers. Probably top five. No, shut up. Top one. <laughs> top one. Okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. All right. I'm. You know my favorite better than I do. <laughs> no, I, yeah, you can have your favorite, but I think this is. You, you just throwing nuggets at us because there's a lot of nuggets to toss around. I think it's just their creativity of what mm, they do yeah. every couple weeks. There's just something creative, and they have this line of beers that they keep adding to, and it's right. like kind of exciting. Right. So the first beer that we're doing is the 450 North Rape. I mean, <laughs> Ripe <laughs> Nuggets. That was not a slip. I did it on purpose. Yeah. The Ripe Nuggets. The Ripe Nuggets is a double dry hopped double IPA with Amarillo and Citra and then Mosaic and Yukonot powder added to the dry hop. This beer is also conditioned on a little bit of pineapple and mango. ABV 8.3% and IBU is not available. We don't know. At this time. Or ever. Uh, I'm going to say episode 50 is our 450 North episode. Mm 8.3% on the can. Well, he said that. That's what I said. IBU, so we didn't know. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Super sleuth Keith here. (laughs) (laughs) He already knew. So the can, we've got our normal nugget font. Nugget font. It honestly reminds me of, like, uh, Flintstones. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wasn't here for 450, so this is all new to me. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for your sarcastic, mm-hmm, fail. Thanks. Say, I have all those old cans. It reminds there. me of Fruity Pebbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this part, yeah, I can see this font up here is Flintstone-ish. No, the Nuggets is Flintstone. Yeah. So the right oh, is new. Mm-hmm. It's right. <laughs> With the mangoes and the pineapple added to the I like the green the background. Oh, I love the different color cans. Overall, this is like A-plus can for me. Mm-hmm. Like I've had, I went to Copperhead, or not Copperhead, that's the beer I had, <laughs> uh, 450 like six years ago, seven years ago with a friend because he, his kids, uh, parents, or mom lived in Columbus. And so we were just in Columbus one day and he's like, oh, I know this brewery we can go to and get some food. So he stopped and got food from there and had a couple beers. So I've. I had good experience with, you know, the area and the breweries down there, but these nugget beers are just fantastic. Yeah. Keith or Pale saved you a couple of the last from the four fifty episode. I, I had like, some like the super nuggets and the uh, he a couple of yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm just saying like so you've uh, had a couple of them. Yeah, you just weren't on the episode. Correct. And you've had the dank. Yeah, we candy. had a couple of dank dank You brought one of the dank candy. I, did. I brought the lollipop one. That one time, yeah. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You I like the can because it's uh like a solid color yeah, background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, the, it's it's like, it's, like what I was telling them before we even, yeah. you know, like, like your guys' t-shirts right now. All red, middle loco. All yeah. gray, middle loco. All gray, middle logo. Like, I like that kind of style. Yeah, like that kind of thing. And it's like overabundance of stuff happening. It's not like all this other shit, like, kind yeah, of going on. Yeah, it's just like, like, I'm a, yeah. like, I do streaming on the side. Not very good, but my <laughs> logo is... Solid color background with logo in the middle, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of designs that are like that. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Because the logo pops like when you do that, have like a solid Plus, background. It works for them because whenever they make this, they put little stickers out. And Saf, if you look right over there, when we went to try platinum nuggets, they just like Ooh. it's like it's just cut right out of the can, mm-hmm. and then it's awesome. a nice little sticker. Yeah, I have uh, all four stickers from this release: the ripe nuggets, the wonky nuggets, and then the two slurpees. Oh, and the 
they did a mango. They didn't have a. They didn't have a sticker that. for the mango though. Yeah, I plan on going down there again to 450. Uh, we're going to Greensburg in July, a month and some days from now. Uh, Allison's friend is having a bachelorette party weekend in Indianapolis, and Allison and her friend who live in India are going to be semi-hosting slash attending. And they may end up needing a place to sleep. And I was like, you can stay at the apartment. I'm going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, out of here. The entire weekend. So I'm going to either go there and fill up a couple growlers and take them back or just see if we can all leave Greensburg and go to Columbus yeah. for the afternoon. Yeah. Either way, we'll have some we'll have some beers. And then if I can get my hands on something new, I'll definitely grab it. Do you have any cans available mm-hmm. from the previous day or two? Absolutely. So I'm pretty excited about this. Let's take a look at our color wheel. Oh, I think it's goodness. like most of their other ones. It's pretty light colored. Cloudy and light. Hmm. So what, like a four? Three or four? Three, what, three. three or two. Two or three. Two or three? I'm going to say three. I think majority of us are saying three. Yep. There's good average right there. Yeah, so <laughs> Sonic, Sonic rings, rings are the question block. We'll have to narrow it down to one choice eventually. <laughs> yeah. I think more the question block. I think the rings are more golden. Yeah, this doesn't are. very shiny. Three. I did say three. Three it is. Trace. And then if you want to take a sniff, you'll definitely sniff smell yeah, something. Pineapple mango. Ooh, that mm-hmm. is pretty tropical. That tastes, not taste, it smells like a dull, uh, when you get the yeah. the <laughs> tropical, yeah. the pineapple mango thing. It's yeah. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, orange juice, yeah. Exactly what that smells like. Heavy pineapple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I usually add rum to that. Ooh, Ooh, that's a rum to this. New twist. Oh, that's a rum to this. <laughs> what? It's already 8.3. What do I need rum for? Just so you can go to Pierre's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get real drunk for that. Oh, hell. <laughs> You've already had this and you're already drinking it. You forgot what it tastes like. Mm. That is pretty good. I would be more interested to just to drink the can myself. Because hearing, you know, you guys talking about splitting it up in the episode versus mm-hmm. me just drinking it out of the can mm-hmm. while I listen to that episode, um, I'd be interested because I'm having a little bit of a weird aftertaste right now. I am too. I don't know if like, some of the sentiments have dropped. Well, yeah, it. I mean, it's not as fresh as it should be probably. Yeah, I probably should have drank this a couple weeks ago. They do but say that on other stuff. Drink, drink as, as fresh as, as possible. possible. Um, I would... To pour it in like an actual like beer mug, like like what like a tulip thing or or some something. Yeah. So out of the can, just pour it into something. Pour it into something. Make sure it's sh- uh, you shake it up. Not not like shake. Not it shake up, it, but like just kind of like stir like it up. Stir it a little bit because there's a yeah, and it's gonna be a little different when we split it up because yeah. some may have got more of the the sediment or whatever you call it yeah. juice versus, yeah, the so when it's all in pops. one glass it kind of tastes a little bit differently and then you pouring it into like an actual like 16 ounce glass or something it's gonna it mixes it mix up it too. up itself yeah. but yeah on the back end of this there's just, it's a little off it's got a little bit of that burn to the throat that some these these the, all tend to have that as much as that platinum have. nuggets yeah <laughs> well yeah it has a lot to do with the alcohol content yeah. too all right beer advocate there's actually one rating on here <laughs> so that's nice i can actually say something about it it is a 4.33 uh that's a i don't have any comments so i have any like anything just 4.33 
So yeah. Yeah, there's only one rating on Rate Beer. Also, it doesn't give you like the overall scores and stuff, but they gave it a 3.9. I don't know why the average is 3.13 out of 5 when they gave it a 3.9. I don't know how that math works out. <laughs> <laughs> what is it out of? <laughs> I'm starting to taste a little bit more hops at the end. Mm-hmm. Untapped gave us a 4.09 out of 639 ratings. Our friend Patrick said, great beer, loved it, juicy, smooth, and tasted no ABV at all. Yeah, he's pretty much right. <laughs> it's very, it's I like, think it's, it's like, like so juicy. Like the juicy mouthfeel is, like, kind of kills the, the juicy pale feel. feel? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that, it's the juicy pale feel. How's your pale feel? It's good. <laughs> I think the longer it sits the more like the pineapple sticks out because I think I had it the day it came out and I didn't notice the fruit as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed the juicy hops mm-hmm. more, but now yeah, like the fruit, like the pineapple sticking out yeah. more and that burn is, yeah, that wasn't, is wasn't there before. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just sticking with my initial rating when I had the whole can to myself, which was a 4.25. Okay, that's uh, good. Yeah, I, you, you kind of already explained. You said yeah. the more fruit. Sorry, <laughs> if you no, want to explain it again, <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing I already said. So there's no really reason to go into it. It's just, um, I, I mean, the score would have been a little bit different now because it does taste different. But I still think it is a very good beer. Maybe not the top of my Nuggets list, but it's still one of. I, I mean, all of their beers are amazing. So you give it a four point two five. Juicy. That's about it. Like, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I like the. I can go on about the pineapple and the, the mango and the, the aftertaste, but until I taste it with the full can, I'm kind of giving it benefit of the doubt. But I did enjoy the little bit that I did have. Mm-hmm. I gave it a four and a half. That's what I gave it when I had it really fresh on uh, 13th of May. And. Um, yeah, I, I said juicy mouthfeel, the subtle notes of mango and pineapple. Yeah, it's not as subtle now, I feel like. It's, it's not, yeah, that's coming out more, the ABV is starting to come out mm-hmm. more. Yeah, definitely. So I'm not I'm not dinging it because I know this is should have been drank a while ago. I went 4.25. <laughs> like I said, I'll probably change this when I have it. But juicy, fruity. A little bit bitter, but that's what I've come to expect with yeah. some of these. Like with that, it's a weird pale feel <laughs> um, in the back of my yeah throat. it's got that little tingly a little tingle yeah. yeah i've never had just a pure can i've always we've always divided it and then we did have platinum nuggets on draft and that That's was right. a little bit different it was different flavor so i've never really had a full can of these so i will probably adjust this mm-hmm. but still a solid beer from them as usual agreed all right want to do another one yeah <gasps> oh what do we have we two two yeah, wait. <laughs> Two beers? Two, two nuggets? <laughs> yeah, I think. You know what? We have some wonky nuggets. <laughs> They're a little wonky. I don't know. Oh, wonky. We get wonky. a little wonky. <laughs> okay. Also for four fifty dollars Awesome. They're nuggets. Willy Wonka. <laughs> well, no. No, nope, uh, they probably can't. Willy or Wonka. Well, we can't say that. <laughs> yeah, they we can't. I can't believe I just said that. No, that's going <laughs> to be cut. So cut that out. <laughs> 
We're non profit. What are you doing to us? <laughs> we can't have, say this shit. I know, we have zero rights to anything. We have zero rights. <laughs> As citizens. Actually, you have one right. You have a right to your child. We have zero rights over here. <laughs> so, uh, let's just get this wonky nugget before Pale gives everything away right now. All right, we have our wonky nuggets here in front of us now. The double dry hopped triple IPA brewed with candied sugar, lactose, and copious amounts of Eldorado hops along with citra and mosaic. Coming in at 10.5 ABV. And again, IBUs are not available at this time. What's interesting, if you look at the can over on the other side, over here, read what it says about the alcohol right there. What? It says 8.2% ABV. Well, this can is just full of lies. Or the internet's full of lies. Every website I go to says 10.5, but the can itself says 8.2. I would think I would trust the why, can in which the stuff is... Yeah, like the actual label says that, but why would everybody on the internet put something I don't know. That's what I've been curious for since I started drinking it. Mm-hmm. Because even is different. Um, the The lines on the background... Definitely different. Mm, yep. The Willy Wonka hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't say that, though. <laughs> it, it was in quotes. You had your quote fingers up. I did. <laughs> Willy Wonka. You're just Willy with an E, like Welly. Welly, Welly Wonka. Well, I said Whaley. Whaley Wonka. Whaley Wonka. We, we can say Whaley Wonka. Yeah, wonky. Whaley Wonky. Whaley Wonky. Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, I know. I'm going in trouble. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lines, it's supposed to be, like, wonky, like, wavy. I think that's what it's supposed yeah. to be. Like, psychedelic. Yeah. It's very interesting. It uh, it follows the suit with the other cans, but it kind of breaks it a little bit with the lines. The lines. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad thing. Like, it's no, still, it's still, you know. It fits with what the wonky type yeah. thing. Yeah. It was a simple ad. It wasn't like, you know, let's go out and yeah. hire an artist to create something mm-hmm. or just simple lines. Put the that. elevator in the background from the... Some movie about yeah. candy bars <laughs> or a golden ticket. And purple, like, you know, some <laughs> people <bars>. wearing suits. <laughs> Do you still think Flintstones when you see that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think Flintstones whenever. See, now that I'm, now I think Flintstones. Like, I don't think Fruity Pebbles anymore. <laughs> that's it. That's Flintstones thing. are the mascots of Fruity Pebbles. You know that, right? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Do we need to find a box of Fruity Pebbles? Yes. To show it to you? <laughs> All right. I'm just going to narrate this. Uh, staff pulled up the yeah, look, box. Identical. Of well, Fruity look who's on it. It's the damn <laughs> Flintstones characters, you dumbass. Compared oh. <laughs> to the actual original Fruity Nuggets. Wow. I didn't even realize. The colors are just off of the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why is it so easy to blow my mind? Oh, so funny. The end. <laughs> That's why they're called pebbles, because like pebbles and bam bam. Yeah. <sighs> so, all right, just to recap, Sav pulled up a picture of the pretty pebbles. And now we're cleaning up bits and pieces of Marvin's skull out of the backseat of our <laughs> yes. Ford, Ford 2. <laughs> Damn, he blew up Marvin's head. I didn't shoot him, he hit a bump or something. <laughs> Oh, God, that's so funny. Hopefully this is pulpy, then it kind of ties it all in. Oh, yeah. I would. And it's uh, mm-hmm. fiction. Yeah. All right. Look at the color. Oh, yeah, color. 
It's about similar. Dark, Maybe a little bit darker. darker. Yeah, I think it's a, a tad darker. darker. Like the the Harry Snitch or the <laughs> Super Mario. <laughs> I don't know what that thing was called. <laughs> what? <did I> say? <laughs> Why did I read? It? <laughs> you didn't even realize what you said. What did you say? Because I wrote Harry Snitch, because that's what I Googled. So now he <laughs> called it a Harry Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. The Snitch Ball <laughs> and Harry Potter. It kind of looks like that, or maybe the sun. I kind of like the, the Mario's sun a little bit. I don't know. I'm like in Mikey's chest. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do. Like I think it's a, it's a nice looking chest. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can see it. It's uh, a. It does seem a little bit darker. Yeah, Mikey's chest. It is that or Star Fox for go darker. Either. Um, no, I might go that way too. But <laughs> um, we just keep going down. Suggestion. I don't know if Goku would work though. No, no, that's a little too far. I don't know. What do you guys think about? Uh, Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll go with Mikey's chest. Mikey's, Mikey's chest. chest. It's right in between. Mm, turtle boobies. <laughs> I need to get a new one for that because I got two Mikey's on this list. Are oh, you do? Other three turtles? Oh, yeah, Mikey's mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll change it to a different. I'll say Donnie's chest. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie's the chest. <laughs> 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 the same. <laughs> They're all the same <laughs> fucking turtles. I'll just Photoshop his head out of it. Then you won't know who it's turtle it is. <laughs> going to look there we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I mean, he does have, still have nunchucks. Well, get rid of them. <laughs> I'll just put his boobies. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Where's the chest? Not abdomen. Where's the crop button? There you go. Yay! <laughs> that works. Looks good to me. Yeah, you wouldn't know who what turtle that is. It's a turtle chest. <laughs> it's a turtle chest. Uh, smell kind of like a deepa, but we're drinking tipas here or tripas. <laughs> tripas. <laughs> triple hop IPA. Yeah. No, this one's only a double. Oh, it's a double dry double hop, dry triple hop, IPA. Triple IPA. The tripa. D D I D D tripa. Tripa. Tripa Tripa. D-H. Tripa. I just smell a ton of sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super like a candy factory of sweetness. Candy, yeah. I found the golden ticket. I, I think we all found the golden ticket. <laughs> oh, we should just replace this color with the golden <laughs> ticket. Oh, yeah. We dropped the ball. <laughs> no. We are not on top of our game. This episode is all about being on top of our game. <laughs> episode 64. <laughs> on top of our game. Hmm. There we go. Yes. It doesn't quite fit the... No, it doesn't fit the color. That's more like down in the Pichu Pales. Yeah. All right. Well, smells... Yeah, just a whole lot of sweetness. Sweet, sweet, sweet. very sweet. Mm-hmm. Ready for a taste? Mm-hmm. A little bit hoppier than the other. Mm-hmm. That's what a triple would do to you. It's got a little more bite to it. Yeah. Don't have that burn coming down. Yeah. It, 
I think it's more of an 8% than a 10% because if it's yeah. a 10%, I don't know, that. they hit it somewhere because it you yeah, don't I think taste it. This one is 8 The last one is probably like a 10 I think the last one would yeah. be closer. This, to is, yeah. this is more sugary than it would be citrusy. Yeah. Kind of like a, you're expecting it when you get orange juice, you're expecting it to be uh, like orange juice, but you get a sun kit, uh, not sun kiss, but a, a sunny D instead. So it's all like <laughs> oh, yeah. sugary. Yeah. But not like a bad comparison to it. Kind of interesting, Pill. When you originally ranked this one, you said that ten and a half comes through pretty hard. Hmm. Meaning that it was very alcoholic. Was that different because of the can, the full can, or I don't know if you remember that or not. I don't know. I had the full can, and I didn't think it tasted like ten percent the first time I had it. So that's why I okay. looked at the can. But it could be very, very well could be. I thought that this was more. There was more of a burn, hmm. like going down. But now it's more no, smooth. Yeah. Like it's, and it is a little. It's been a little while. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Beer Advocate has a, has it on there, but there's no ratings. Same with Ray Beer. <clears throat> We're gonna have to focus all our attention to the untapped. I really think it all depends on what glass you're pouring it into. That that yeah. really kind of changes the yeah. changes it a little bit. Probably. Untapped comes in at four point oh four. Out of 614 ratings, our very own Pale has ranked it, as well as Patrick. <laughs> Super smooth and sweet, and he did not taste any of the ABV, unlike Pale, who <laughs> said it came through it. so hard. <laughs> Ooh, it is available at Marble in Kokomo, Indiana, which is a steakhouse, 21.4 miles away. Kokomo is uh, 40 miles away from my house. What about Aruba or Jamaica? <laughs> Bahama. Come on, Bahama. Bahama. <laughs> oh, just it's it's too sugary and not enough citrusy, I think. But it's I mean, sticking true to the name, so it's yeah. It's gonna be I know. But compared to what you enjoy? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's citra hops, so I was kind of thinking. Yeah, I think I'm trying to go along the lines of like the dank candy. Um, it's more in line with those beers yeah. than like the other nugget beers. I'm gonna give this one four point two five. Um, not that I don't have a can in waiting for this one, but I don't know, just that sweetness. It's different. It's sweet, disappears very quickly. I do enjoy more of the citrus than this. Um, I think it blends well better, but it's still, overall, it's great. It's just not what I was expecting as part of their Nugget series. I gave this a four and a quarter as well. I, like Keith, I think I'm more partial to the citrus, um, like the juicy mouthfeel, which this one had an okay mouthfeel, but wasn't didn't have the juicy, like a, like the last one I thought I was tasting like a beer mimosa mm-hmm. basically it was just like beer and juice put together and um this one i still i still enjoyed it just kind of lean more towards the the other one i gave it a 4.75 this is one of my favorite beers it was <laughs> i preferred it over the ripe nuggets and i didn't expect that when i tried both of them um i like that it's something different it's not like all of the other nuggets, where it's more of a focus on fruit, they change it up a little bit. I, I like that they did that. Mm-hmm. 
and I like that it's it's kind of more in line with their dank nuggets, which I really or dank candies, which I really like, and the the like the milkshake ones that are really good. It's yeah. kind of fits more in that territory. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I think it's really easy drinking, and it, I don't notice that tinglingness that I got from the other one. Like I all around, I just prefer this one. So. Mm-hmm. Four point five. I would destroy. Hmm. This just absolutely just poured down my throat. <laughs> I would. Um, I had to edit my thing. That's why I had you jump ahead of me. Yeah. Just, I slid and then I saved. I'm like, oh, no. That's it not, not right. what I wanted. <clears throat> uh, I, I wouldn't say this is my favorite, but it's my favorite of the nuggets so far. And it, I'm definitely going to probably grab this in the growler that I'm going <laughs> to go they, fill. If they have it. If they have it on tap, I'm yeah. grabbing this one for sure. Good choice. So it's, uh, I don't know where I lie with IPAs because I'm starting to get into them a little bit more, but I like tropical Mm -hmm. IPAs. And so I'm used to like citrusy ones, but this tells you right now, it's going to be a little bit of citra and a lot of sugar and pretty good. Mm -hmm. It could be because I've been cutting a lot of sugar out of my diet. Yeah. Sugar really stands out in this one. Your taste buds are like, (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) It it is pretty good. Alright, so uh, I think I think Dustin is going to tell you about some social media things <laughs> uh, while Pale prepares a, a strange brew for us. Uh, a what? Oh? Pipe the strange brew! What is that? I haven't had that in forever. I haven't done that in like a long time. It's, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited about that. It's going to be the first one for uh, 10 episodes? <laughs> Maybe more. Probably more. Yeah, it's been a while. Been a few months. We tried. Okay, so we've explained this before, but we're just trying to get away from this being a usual because it was just supposed to be like a, a once in a while thing. It ended up being like an every episode type of thing. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, I'll jump to the social media stuff and Pale will get us ready for some strangers. <laughs> While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, DrinkInGeekOut.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at DrinkInGeekOut at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and previous episodes, and that is currently at patreon.com slash drinkandgeekout. And now, back to the show. You guys are probably going to get this like pretty quickly, I feel like. Possibly. All right, so we're here sitting in front of this lovely-looking beer. It is a strange brew, uh, so we're excited. And Pale, he probably just heard, said we will probably get this. I'm sure it has a pretty distinctive it's taste. Copper. It's like a caramel, dark caramel color. Uh, I smelt it already. And it's Ooh, very, I didn't smell it. Yeah, I was just went straight to the like, color. Um, mm. Like a eggnog. Uh, what's that stuff that goes on eggnog? Nutmeg. Nutmeg. Ooh. Oh yeah. It's like banana clove. Oh banana. It's like. Oh a, yeah. Oh definitely banana. Yeah, you get the banana. On oh the definitely banana. <laughs> oh yeah. The more I shake it, that's all I smell. Banana bread. Banana bread liquefied. <laughs> Yeah, you guys just said it. it's a <laughs> banana nut bread. Yay. Teamwork makes <laughs> the dream work. <laughs> that was about 30 seconds. Banana nut bread. 
because I think I've seen, I think I've had this before. Oh, I have had this. I it's, love this beer. It's really good. Banana bread. Or, yeah, banana bread. I've had this one too. Let's see if I ever checked it in because that was one of the first craft ones I. Yeah, yeah I've got this one in Cincinnati. I saw that. I was like, "Ooh, banana and beer." Mm. See, I thought it fit the strange pretty well because yeah, it didn't. The style didn't really take off. Like you can't find many like this. Yeah. It was kind of like a one-off, mm-hmm. and and it just kind of became popular mm-hmm. because it was one of the only ones. It's really good. That was banana bread. Do you have information on it? Uh, just the what's uh the what, bottle? What's the brewery? Wells. Wells. Is that banana bread beer? Maybe I'm wrong. The one you did on the Sherlock episode. What brewery was that? Uh, Back in like White episode. Oh yeah, six. it was Wells. It was Young. It was Wells and Young. Yeah, I did the Young. Uh, that one. Yeah. This is a 5.2 percent ABV. I think mine was Young's Limited. Team up with them. Yeah. All right. Long ago, ale was known as liquid bread. We've used our long history of creating the finest malt blends and added fair trade bananas to unwaken the senses. The seriously fruity, rich yet surprisingly versatile banana bread beer, an inspired brew made with our own natural mineral water and fair trade bananas. Tempting banoffee, mm-hmm. banoffee, banoffee mm-hmm. aromas and flavor are balanced by the silky richness of a masterful malt blend and the peppery spice of the freshest, ripest hops. Uh, I think. Banoffee is a combination of banana and toffee. Or coffee. But it's uh, it's year-round, and it's 5.2%. And I did, yeah, I did have this company when I did, as the uh, double chocolate stout yeah, on the show. That's what I thought. So, yeah. <clears throat> as a refresher, since we haven't done this in like 15, 16 episodes, maybe more, um... We don't rate these. We decide if we want to keep them in our fridge or mm-hmm. pour them out. I will keep mine. I like banana bread. I like bananas. <laughs> Down it pretty quick. I'm keeping mine too. I'll keep yeah. it. Um, funny story. Uh, earlier this week, I don't know, it was last week. Uh, buddy from my, a buddy of mine at work uh, went home or went to the store, bought a thing of bananas, and went home and realized his wife had bought a thing of bananas, <laughs> and so he doesn't like bananas. As much to eat all the bananas, so he made banana bread and brought it into the office. Oh, nice! And I had about a piece. <laughs> banana <laughs> bread's so good. Oh, it's delicious. Mm. It's fantastic. It was just like eating banana bread, <laughs> just like eating banana bread. So I'm keeping it, keeping it. Oh God, I want to mm. keep it. Uh, just because of, uh, I just looked it up for some information. Uh, the world, out of three thousand one hundred twenty-eight ratings, gave it a three point five four. Three and a half average. The one complaint is it seems watered down. That's what mm. I thought too. It was very watery. I mean, it's still good. Like it's still got the banana the flavor, flavor in it. It's That's like, all it, it is. It's like flavor and yeah. water. I don't think it's anything fa- too fancy. It's just very easy to drink with yeah. that banana bread flavor. I think the only problem is I add a banana to my protein shakes every day. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I could drink more than one of these. In a sitting, mm-hmm. because I would feel like a banana overload. Yeah, but that makes sense. I, if I open this, there's nothing stopping me from finishing it really quickly. I'll tell you that much. If I were to do this, I'd probably like a little bit more of like a 
grain or malt yeah, just to something it. A little so more, kind of give it a, a little, give it a little more fullness to it. It is categorized as a fruit beer on Untapped. Yeah. So uh, on rate beer, it's an English strong ale. Really? By hmm. a fruit beer slash vegetable beer on <laughs> because they'll have a different category yeah. for each. Yeah. Uh, Untapped gave it a three point five eight out of one hundred forty one thousand ratings. Really close to. And our fellow cohort, WNY Brews, oh, yeah. rated it 3.75. He said liquid banana bread definitely can handle only <clears throat> one of these, but it's a really nice, but it's really nice only one. I think that's all what he said. Yeah. yeah. Exactly what we said. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not something I would dump out, but it's not something that I would buy a ton of. No. Yeah, I would not order if this. I was, if I was reaching for one beer tonight, just be like, oh, banana bread and yeah. have a little dessert Have it with like after that. your dinner or something. Yeah. I'm glad we got that really quickly. Yeah. It's always painful to try to figure it out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. So, all right. Well, that was an exciting uh, episode number 64 with the N64 talk. Yes. Very nostalgic. Uh, going forward, we are going to be, well, not we, they are going to be doing the solo film uh, because of, as of right now, who knows what's going to happen between now and next week. We're <laughs> not seeing solo. Um, just been really busy with work and kind of strapped. Who knows? Maybe you'll show up in time to drink some beer with us. Maybe. You know what? That's <laughs> a, a, thank you for the offer. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. All right. Well, anyways, uh, maybe I'll watch Solo. Maybe not. But I'll stick around for the beer. Uh, <laughs> next week, Solo. Check it out. Uh, we're expecting them to not take number one rank for the Muslim Ruby Wager. Unfortunately not. As number one. <clears throat> so, until next time... Drink up and, and geek, geek out. out. <laughs> Thanks for joining me, asshole. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> well, he it. said the key words. I did. Oh. I'm keeping it. <laughs> keeping it. It's my favorite. Drink asshole. up and geek out. Thanks for joining me, you assholes. <laughs> Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. Gotta find my wonky.